0: Oh, yes. Yeah. We've got a series now. We've got Major Golf. We've got Micah and Brad. Let's go. What's happening? It's backdoor cover. I'm Micah. I'm Br- joined by Brad. What's happening, Brad?
1: Micah.
0: What's good, homeboy? What, what you know, about Oh, you know, just another day in paradise, my my dude.
1: hmm Don't call me a mood.
0: Yeah, well, it's a whole mood right now. It's Thursday. We're barreling towards the weekend. We've got major golf, and we have a uh, com- we had our first close game of the NBA Finals. We got a two-two series there. Lots to talk about, and uh, I'm excited to talk about it, Brett.
1: Pumped. Let's get after it. Where you want uh, to begin?
0: Yeah, this should. This should be a quick one. Uh, well, I should. I want to begin where I always want to begin, mm. with some self-promotion. Oh, boy. Of course, check out Micah's Read of the Week, the newsletter, in your inbox every Monday around noon, or around lunch hour anyway, as well as Mind of Micah. Today, it's part four, or today's part three of a four-part investigation into the uh, uh, the world's biggest addiction, caffeine. Very interesting. Silent killer. Indeed. Indeed. A silent killer. Uh, they say 90% of the world consumes caffeine on a daily basis.
1: Yeah. Only only serial killers though, is, is what I understand.
0: And Mormons, I think. Oh, but boy.
1: That's, They're really out there, though.
0: It's a whole nother thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so check it out Mind of Michael. wherever you listen to podcasts. I think you'll enjoy it. All right, let's, uh, let's get to it. Do you want to start with the golf spread? Yeah, first round of so the open, I don't know if the first round is actually complete. It has.
1: It completed about an hour ago. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. So they're teeing off like 2, 3 a.m. Central Time and finishing about 3 p.m. Central Time is what it's looking like. So they have concluded.
0: Oost, Oostie Oosthuizen is your uh, first round solo leader at 6 under, followed by Jordan Spieth, who was the Second biggest betting favorite at five under, tied with someone named Brian Harmon, another American. <laughs> Benjamin Herbert and Webb Simpson uh-huh. are at four under two strokes back of Boosty. Uh, Brad, what are your thoughts on uh, what we saw in the first round?
1: So it was clear the morning groups had the easier go at it this this round, or this the, for the first round here Thursday, and that's likely how it will play mm-hmm. out through the rest of the week. So they're going to flip-flop. Uh, T times tomorrow, and you'll see the field balance out a bit. But yeah, if you've got a player that teed off in the afternoon or the later wave, and they are, you know, trending behind the rest of the field that teed off early, keep that in mind. Uh, the T times are easier. Apparently, the winds less, the course is less dried out. Like it's just better. So uh, that's something to consider.
0: Uh, you obviously you're, very typical for this tournament. Weather is always a factor.
1: Yeah, your boy John Rahm, uh the betting favorite, shot 71 today, one over. Uh he struggled, but you know, it wasn't like it was a terrible round. He's not that far out of it. He's right on the cut line if it was to happen today. Um so he's good. Um I'm trying to think what else there is worth covering real quick. Justin Thomas 72, Roy M- Rory McIlroy 70. A lot of a lot of stars playing in the afternoon wave there. Uh struggled a bit, but you know, there's time to bounce back. The biggest headline here, Phil Mickelson, uh, the PGA Championship winner in May, shot an 80, 10 over 80. He's in dead last place. Ooh. Wow. So, he yeah, he laid a stink. I, I think it's the worst performance coming off of a major championship win of all time, which it has to be. You wouldn't think there's ever been another winner who's then gone out and shot 10 over 80 and finished dead last in the field the next time out, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not good for fat Phil. Yeah,
1: but he got his. He's good.
0: Yeah, he's, 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 uh, it's all gravy after, uh, this this year has been a success thanks to that BJ championship. Obviously, it goes without saying, but yeah, I don't know. Has Phil ever won an open? It doesn't seem like the kind Uh, of event that would, you know, that would be good for his game.
1: Well, I remember he was in contention with, um, that year with Henrik Stenson, when they were both were going off, let's see. I'll look it up. You should go into the Bryson news. What you should do.
0: Okay, yeah. Uh, as always, it doesn't really matter who's winning, losing. The biggest story in golf involves something moronic around Bryson DeChambeau. Uh, the headline on ESPN reads: Club rep tees off on Bryson after he blames first round Open woes on his driver. Bryson, not happy with his driver at the open. Uh, he hit only four of 14 airwaves in the first round. He is at one over par 71. Uh, he'll have a morning, an earlier Teton tomorrow, so he has a chance to kind of jump back into it, though. And, uh, of course, instead of blaming himself, he blamed his equipment because a good carpenter always blames his tools, right? That's the way that goes? Something like that. I think it's, yeah, I believe it's the opposite of that. Um, so he blamed, it's not a good face for me. We're still trying to figure out how to make it good on the mishits. I'm living on the razor's edge. Like I've told people a long time when I did get it outside the fairway, it just got in the first cut and the whatnot. I, I catch jumpers and I couldn't control my wedges. Okay. So that's weird. And he also said, uh, Oh, that's what I said a couple of days ago. If I can hit down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But the driver right now, the driver suck.
1: Okay. By the way, yeah, Phil Mickelson so won the open in 2003 for the record. Oh, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Back when I was in high Thank school.
0: Thanks for running that down. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for running that down. There you go. Uh, you know, you know my my opinion of uh, most things is if, if your take on anything is that it sucks, that's just it's not a very good take. You know? Yeah, kind of sorry, I was looking lazy. at the wrong
1: line. It's 2013. I blew that.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I got to get it right though, right? Uh Yeah, 2013, not 2003, but sorry. Phil wanted to uh, – only ten,
0: only 10 years off. You know, yeah. just – it's sure. a one
1: and a zero. I I mixed them up. No biggie. So, anyway, so yeah, I, anyways.
0: My take that whenever your your take on a situation is that it sucks, <laughs> uh, you're just not – you don't sound very intelligent. It's not a very well-reasoned take in general it's petulant i don't know
1: yeah it's not well thought out it's just oh it sucks it stinks it's not good like what wasn't good about it like you what was not good about it was your swing unfortunately because it's a golf club that doesn't change from day to day unless you t- tweak it which i'm sure he tweaks the shit out of that thing but you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know if it stinks then you have to explain why and if you can't, then your sponsor going to should probably fire you. That's what's really good. Is I would be pissed if well, I was a sponsor man.
0: Speaking of speaking of the the sponsor, Ben Sloman, a tour operations manager for Cobra Golf, who actually caddied for Bryson at the Rocket Mortgage Classic two weeks ago. I guess this was after wow. Bryson fired his yeah, previous Yeah, he's, he's caddy. the one who
1: filled in like on the spot. Like the guy qu- can't, like quit on Wednesday, and the guy picked up his bag on Thursday. This guy from, yeah. from Cobra.
0: So you would think that this guy would be indebted to Bryson. Uh, no, vice quotes. versa.
1: Vi- Bryson would be indebted to this guy.
0: Well, both. Yeah. I mean, it's got to be a bit of a thrill to to caddy oh, on I... tour, I guess. Yeah. He probably made some money on the deal. Quote, it's just really, really painful when he says something that stupid. Show me how it goes.
1: That's an incredible quote.
0: He's never, ever been happy, ever. Like, it's very rare when he's happy. He's just crushing them. Sloman's not at the open quote, but he did say, I know that if I got him cornered right now and I said, what the hell did you say that for? He would say he was mad. He really didn't need to say it that harshly. He knows how much everyone bends over backwards for him, but it's still not cool. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Bryce is just <laughs> such a baby and such a villain. when like Even the people who pay him to represent their company just came out... And publicly blasted him. So here's it's the deal, amazing. man.
1: This is why Bryson is as good as he is because he demands perfection. That's he's never happy. Just like the guy said, like that's a defining characteristic of his. That's a quality. That's a reason why he strives for perfection. T- to be surprised that he's acting that way with your club, I mean, it. I don't. I. I don't see how the guy's surprised. Like that's just Bryson's personality. However, I. I mean, he he was happy with the club for the last six months. So like it, it can't just be unhappy with the same club without it being changed or tweaked or anything done to it. And then just all of a sudden now it's the club's fault. Like it doesn't work that way. So that from that perspective, it's just like, it's not that it's not perfect. It's just that your swing wasn't on today. And so for you to throw the it's club on the makes no sense. What it is. Exactly. So, and I mean, if the reason why I he mean, can't I, hit is because he tweaked it, then that's his own fucking fault. Cause he keeps tweaking a damn thing. Which I'm sure he does understand. all the time.
0: Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and like I, I love it that this guy is just like. <laughs> oh, he's I a fabulous liking. personality,
1: though. Like that's a great sound clip. That quote.
0: Why you yeah, say something just, so I, stupid? Like, just imagine if you, if you own Brad's landscaping service, right, and you paid an influencer uh, to represent that
1: that a landscaping of money.
0: service. And that influencer was just like this landscaping service sucks.
1: Yeah, like, look at all my dead flowers. You yeah, you'd be pissed because you and it, I mean we're not talking about a small sum. Like they are paying this guy shitloads.
0: It's not even look at my dead flowers. It's this this sucks. <laughs> you
1: are a I brand just, ambassador. It. Like you are there to speak yeah. positively on behalf of the brand. And the brand, I mean, they pay for a shitload of stuff for him. Give him clubs. Everything else, obviously. I could, I would be very frustrated if I was the brand. I don't know why they've got some club pro guy. Like, what is this guy of Sloman's title? You said again. Like, it sounds like he's not a uh, PR guy or anything. Like, he was just some random. Like, he's just a, you know, like a tour pro of some kind. I don't know. A Club rep. A club rep. Like, yeah. that, that's not an official spokesman of of Cobra. I wouldn't imagine. So it's kind of tour funny.
0: operations manager for Cobra Golf. Yeah that that
1: guy's probably did not have their okay to, to sound off about Bryson. Yeah, no, guess.
0: you don't, someone at Cobra is probably not happy that the head, the fourth headline on ESPN.com right now says <laughs> club rep, tees off on Bryson after driver sucks."
1: Yeah, that's a really bad deal. Like, like that's just, it's like magnifying the
0: headline. There's somebody over there. Who's like the hashtag Chad of, Cobra
1: Golf, or the PR,
0: yeah, or the PR person, you know, or the higher higher PR agency. they just losing their mind right now.
1: They've probably got like a room full of of interns just furiously typing comment replies and stuff on social media and stuff. Just <laughs> like just doing everything they can to bridge the gap and get this fire put out.
0: Like Poor I would bastards. just love to see what that looks like. <laughs> just a sweatshot. Like of, I'd love, I love kids. a camera, yeah, a webcam inside of the Cobra offices. <laughs> Like, they want to fire everybody right now, I'm sure. Like, this guy who went on record, uh, you're fired. Bryson, you said our our equipment sucks. You're fired. But you can't really fire everybody. Well, especially Cobra. It's not like
1: they've got that many headline names. Like, they probably don't have anybody else in the top 10 or top 20. So, like, you got to hold on to Bryson. Like, yeah, he's quirky, and yeah, he's a psycho. And yeah, he does weird shit, like has every single club in the bag the same length, and his handles of his golf clubs are like, they look like the handle of a hammer, like they're so wide. But I mean, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do to get somebody that's that caliber of golfer on carrying your clubs, you know, carrying your bag, so.
0: And then once you get the guy who everyone's talking about, you should just say that he's really, really stupid. <laughs>
1: Well, I mean, he's already proven himself to be somewhat of a heel and to be difficult to work with, obviously. His caddy just left him. Like, just let that shit go under the bridge and don't magnify this thing and dump gasoline on a fire like this club pro guy or whatever he is, tech, this PGA tech guy did. Uh, That was the mistake because if you just hear Bryson talk shit about the driver as a consumer of golf clubs, you're you're like – That doesn't really... It's not a headline. Yeah, until that guy says it.
0: It's not the big stuff. That's right. It's not a headline on ESPN.com that Bryson Bryson says his equipment sucks.
1: Yeah, Bryson complaining again.
0: The headline, headline. the club rep tees off on Bryson after Bryson says driver sucks, is now you've made it a much bigger story. So you just got to fire everybody. Mm.
1: Well, we'll see how it all plays out. What did Bryson shoot? Have you seen? Let's see. He was one over. Okay, so I mean he's not even close to out of it. Uh, He's right on the cut line there with with uh, Rom. Like he could easily He was also
0: bitching it. about how, you know, it sucks and it's a short course and so he's going to have to hit it straight and he can't. You know, he's saying all <laughs> sorts of nonsense. I have to hit it straight. This happened since 2016-17 when players stopped drawing it. At- There's not very many golfers that draw it anymore. It's not because of the spin rate. Everybody thinks it is. We're not 2,000 RPMs, 1,800 spin or whatever. It's not. It's literally the physics and the way that they build heads now. It's not the right design, unfortunately. And we've just been trying to fix it without the results yet. So he basically just doubled down. And then, of course, Showman, the the club guy, had a response to that. What Everybody's looking for a magic bullet. Well, the magic bullet becomes harder to find the faster you swing and the lower your loft gets. That seems like a shot at Bryson.
1: <laughs> now they're just getting nerdy. Like now my eyes are watering over because <laughs> I don't give a shit. You know what I mean?
0: Like, are it's- you, here, Yeah. Uh, no, these are just totally asinine quotes. Here's, a, here's another one from Bryson. It's quite finicky for me because it's a golf course that's pretty short. And so when I hit driver and it doesn't go in the fairway, it's the first cut of rough or whatever, or it's in the hay. It's tough for me to get it out of the green and control that. Like, once in the middle of the fairway, like on 18, I was able to hit a nice shot to 11 feet and almost made birdie. It's kind of like living on razor's edge.
1: Bryson is using like, the word are, finicky you, like Mike Tyson would. Like, that didn't even like make just, sense.
0: It doesn't make sense. I don't know who he's blaming. Is What's he blaming his equipment? Anyways. Is he blaming himself?
1: Yeah, this guy. the course is finicky? I think he's he said it's finicky. I don't know if he's talking about the course
0: of the club or what. The scenario? Like, did... Did Spieth think the course was finicky? Probably not. When he when he went low today, I, I just don't get it.
1: yeah it, it it is Bryson being Bryson, as they always do say. Doesn't that just mean he's an asshole? Br-
0: <laughs> yes, that's that's what they say about asshole.
1: Well, Bryson being Bryson,
0: bub. <laughs> well, and Bryson certainly an asshole. Let's, okay,
1: let's jump into some hoops.
0: Uh, let's talk about hoops because we finally had our first close game of this finals which uh, yeah. was a relief before game before game four, no game, no team had led in the second half who hadn't won the game. There'd been no second half uh, lead change. Right. In the first three games, uh, game four, not that way. Uh, a tremendous, like almost shocking result down the stretch game four, mm-hmm. Milwaukee outscores uh, Arizona Phoenix, <laughs> By like fifteen down the last like five and a half minutes of this game, I don't know exactly what the numbers are.
1: Yeah, they. I mean, at tw- The the quarter ended
0: 33-21
1: Milwaukee's favorite. So that's twelve points right there.
0: And Chris Middleton went crazy, including scoring ten points in a row. Yeah, he shut the hairs up. Uh, he went up, didn't for forty. He? Yeah,
1: because I mean, he's the one who everybody's been pointing to. Him and Holiday have just been the the focal focal point of criticism for the Bucks and why they aren't being. They're not, being, they're not enough to carry uh, Giannis's, like superstar performances. And Middleton showed up and just you know dropped his junk on the table, f- dropped 40, six boards. Including 10
0: straight down the stretch. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yep, He had the best plus or minus. He's plus 10 on the day. Uh, yeah, he came out and just owned it. He went 15 for 33. That's not great. But uh, volume shooter, got it
0: done. Uh, Giannis had 26, 14, and 8 assists.
1: God damn! Holiday still uh, had a shitty game. She, she shot you know four Devin for Booker.
0: De- Ooh, that's mm. not good. Devin Booker goes for forty-two. Do you know how many threes he, he made, Brad? How many? Zero.
1: Really? That's shocking. I wonder right. the last time three.
0: some an NBA player went went for forty-two without a three. Like it's been years. I'm I, sure. I mean, that's
1: that's. I guess they. they that's why they complain that the mid range is ineffective because he ended up at a, a zero plus minus rating and they lost. And he put up 42. So that's interesting. And, of course,
0: Giannis has the most iconic play in this game, which was that block on uh, Anton, which was unbelievable. Like, if you watch that play again, I'm sure you'll see it. If you're listening to this, you'll see this highlight again. You'll see it on Instagram. You'll see it on ESPN. The block itself is amazing. But the most amazing part is that he was guarding the dribbler. (laughs) When the pass was made and then changed directions and still out jumped DeAndre Ayton.
1: Which is a seven and foot blocked tall, the shot freak. clean. Yes.
0: Yes. And it's amazing. When you see it again, like the change of direction and the quickness of jump and the timing and the whole thing, like it's it's an amazing, amazing play in a, in a huge moment of the game. League. Yeah, it yeah. was
1: incredible, man. He also went 11 for 19 from the field. So, like, the, he, it's just so unbelievable the percentage he's shooting, the efficiency, not the efficiency, just the the high percentage of, of converting buckets. I think they were talking about how he's inside the restricted zone. He's, like, setting all-time records for percentage of field goals made, stuff like that. So he's just a freak, man. He can't shoot for shit. He went 0 for 2 from 3, 4 for 8, free throw. Man, what a what a, what a beast he will be if he ever can get a shot figured out.
0: But the dynamics of the game, uh, of the whole series, have dra- dramatically changed now. You think so? Obviously, Phoenix. Oh, yeah. I mean, if Phoenix sort of hung on. Uh, oh, was, that's The true. other crazy thing is that Devin Booker was in foul trouble uh, for most of the fourth quarter. There was also the very famous non-call where he blatantly fouled somebody. Yeah. Um, But so he was – he sat like the first six minutes of the fourth quarter, and then he came back in with six minutes left, and then they got outscored the last five and a half minutes, like run out of the gym. Yeah. It was pretty wild.
1: To me, it doesn't feel like there's been a huge change, though. Like it still feels the same way it did going into this. Like both home teams have taken care of business on the home front. Like obviously the pressure was all on Milwaukee, but it it still feels kind of like an even-matched – deal here. Obviously, I guess you're right. Like the Suns were considered the clear favorite after going up 0-2, 2-0. So now that it's it's even, I wonder what the odds the bookies are saying for... Uh, I would imagine they're winner. still the favorites, but so? we'll see. I'd be interested.
0: You know, the, the interesting thing to me is that Milwaukee, the last three years, has won, I don't know if they've won more games than anybody else, but as many have won a lot of games. I mean, this is the their worst regular years.
1: season, like, yeah. In, uh, yeah, five years, whatever, three years. So yeah, yeah they were right. the number one seed the previous two years, consistently a one seed,
0: and they've won a lot of games in the regular season. We talked about this during the first round. They won a lot of games by twenty points with Giannis on yeah. the bench the last six minutes, and they they're not designed. Giannis isn't a late game player. He's afraid to shoot free, th- free throws. He's terrible at it, and so it has to be Middleton executing down the stretch, and Middleton took over the game. He was the best player, the, the best player on the floor the last six minutes. Yeah, he cut fire. And so,
1: He's so streaky.
0: You know, they, you just don't expect that. That's not the game that you expect. That's the game you expect Chris Ball to win.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That and, true. And Milwaukee to lose. And so the fact that the opposite happened last night is pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh,
1: I, I, the thing with the honest, though, is it's just when you get to the end of the game and it's you got to trade blow by blow, and it's not fat. It's not like full court, fast break type buckets, which is where Giannis really thrives. Like when you've got to slow it down and be in a half court and people sag off you because they don't respect your shot, which that shit's getting in his head. You can tell between that and the counting at the free throw line and all the bullshit, like the shot is in his head. And so, it just gets worse and worse as they put more and more pressure on that like situation at the end of the game. So it's good that Middleton showed up and had a good game, uh, but that this like classic Middleton like he shows up and he bangs, and then the next night he's just a no show. Like and then the next night he shows up it's like so he's just so hit or miss, trick or treat. So we'll see if if you know he can string a couple together here. If they get a good Middleton game at the Suns, that would be some shit because then they could steal one from the Suns on their home court and and really shift the, the tide of this thing. So I think it just really falls on Middleton to catch heat on, on the road here. I think Holiday brings so much to the defensive side of the ball that even though he's shooting like shit or that he's, he's playing poorly on the offensive side of the ball, I think he's still such a dynamic defender and it really contributes on that side of the, the court. So he's not as... It's not as much of a dud as the box score appears to be for him.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see. They're going to have—Milwaukee will have to win one game in Phoenix. They're going to have to. If they want to win the series. Yeah. So, either 5 or 7. We'll see. Game 5, Saturday night, 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. I will be in New York and probably asleep by half
1: mm, I'll be flying so, to Italy. Exciting. I'll be watching. Oh, the yeah. Play, this is,
0: yeah, this so and the Open. I'll Last be watching podcast all sorts of Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So our last, last podcast for a while, probably. Probably. Um Yeah. We're gonna miss you. You'll guys. be sort of on your honeymoon thing. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, we're I'm gonna this. be
1: in for the record, I'm gonna be in Italy till the thirtieth. So we're leaving this Saturday. So two weeks we'll we'll probably go radio silent here unless Mikey can get some guests on.
0: Yeah. No, no, I'll I'll, I'll certainly be commenting. Oh yeah. Uh, and okay. we'll, we'll try and hunt down some people. So the feed will not go dark. Yeah, Mikey can't keep his eyes shut. We, we all know he's good for it. We won't have Fred. All right, that's it. Uh, check out Mind and Micah. Check out Micah 3 of the Week. And uh, check back in this space next week for more podcasts. Boom. You got anything else, Brad?
1: That's it, and that's all, baby.
0: All right, until next time. Mm, Bye-bye.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs>